Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. Welcome to episode 117 of the Membership Guys podcast. I'm your host Mike Morrison. This is the place to be for proven practical tips, strategies, insights and advice for membership site owners. If you are a new listener, thanks for joining us. Please make sure you hit subscribe to ensure you don't miss any future episodes and I shall do my best to deliver the goods on what you want to know for making your membership successful. If you are a long-time listener, thank you so much for sticking with us. Thank you so much for spending part of your day. If you're enjoying the show, why not go ahead and hit five stars on whatever it is you choose to listen to podcasts on. Leave a nice little review. Let me know your comments. Let me know you're listening and what you think of the show. And if the show has helped you in some way, I'd love to hear from you guys about what we've been able to help you do in your membership. All right, today we've got a great show lined up for you. We're talking about how to book the trend. So five ways to break from membership norms, standard, common, best practice type stuff that you hear talked about all the time. How can you be successful while not necessarily adhering to or conforming to the sorts of things that everyone out there is saying you need to be doing as a membership site owner. So this should be a very interesting show if I say so myself. Before we dive into that, I want to remind you that the Membership Guys podcast is brought to you by Member Site Academy, the number one training community for membership owners. Not only do our Academy members get full access to our comprehensive training library that consists of in-depth practical courses, workshops, you also get special perks, discounts and tools, plus step-by-step guidance throughout the whole journey of planning, building and growing your membership with our one-of-a-kind membership roadmap that will help you every single step of the way. And if that wasn't enough, You also get to tap into the collective knowledge, experience and expertise of not only myself, not only the other half of the membership guys, Miss Callie Willows, but also hundreds and hundreds of fellow membership site owners who've all been where you are and who all have insights and experiences to share. You get to tap into all of that inside our friendly and supportive and thriving community who will give you the support, the help, the connections and the accountability that you need throughout your journey. If you are serious about growing a successful membership website, you need to join Member Site Academy. So head on over to membersiteacademy.com to join today. I look forward to seeing you on the inside. Okay, so let's talk about ways in which you can book the trend and break from the norm of membership sites. You know, we dole out a lot of practical insights and advice here on the show, but through it all, we're very careful to reiterate an absolute truth of doing business and that is that there is no one size fits all approach or strategy it doesn't matter what the latest internet marketing guru shilling their multi-thousand dollar course tells you there is no 10-step process that everybody should follow in order to guarantee success in any area of business what works like gangbusters for one person and one membership can be a complete flop for another. So that's why I have a distaste for anyone selling that kind of proven success system. Real life, real business, real membership simply do not work like that. However, it is hard to deny that there are certain norms and certain quote-unquote 
best practices when it comes to memberships, many of which we've discussed here on the past, some at length. The importance of community, retention being more important than acquisition, memberships being a value exchange where you're constantly needing to deliver new stuff and so on and so on. You've heard me bang those drums at various points throughout the last 116 episodes of the Membership Guys podcast. So today I wanted to talk about doing things differently. I want to talk about ways that you can run your membership, plan your strategy that go against the grain, that break norms and in some cases contradict what you will typically hear as being best practice in the membership space. And the first norm-breaking booking of the trend that I want to talk about is the fact that memberships don't have to be recurring. Now, in order to dive into this, we need to look at what we mean by membership site. Now, technically, an online course where it's a fixed course with a set amount of lessons that runs over a fixed period, technically, that's a type of membership site. You know, a lot of this comes down to terminology and semantics. And so if you consider a traditional online course to be a membership, then in most cases, they're not recurring. Sometimes they'll have installment plans, but if you pay $2,000 to access a course, then it's not expected that after a month you'll be billed $2,000 again or after the first year you're going to be billed again. So online courses are a type of membership and they are a non-recurring type of membership. But this doesn't just apply to online courses. There are a lot of different memberships out there where you'll pay a one-off fee for either a fixed period of time and then at the end of that period, your members get to choose whether they want to re-enroll for another 12 months or another six months or what have you. Sometimes it's even a one-off fee for lifetime access. So when would you do this? When would you create a non-recurring membership? Typically, there are four scenarios, four situations in which you do this. Firstly, if the need is limited. So I talk all the time about how our role in business is that of a problem solver. You are providing solutions to the problems your audience have, but sometimes those problems are temporary or sometimes once a solution has been applied, that's it. The job is done. So with those memberships, the need is limited and once it's been satisfied, your membership no longer serves a purpose. And so in those cases, there's not much point in having a recurring fee. So this might be a membership that teaches you how to prepare for a specific exam. Maybe it's a membership community for expectant mothers. So at the end of the nine months, there's really, if all your membership is about is that nine month period, then beyond it, there's not too much of a need. There's no real recurring need that justifies a recurring payment. Maybe some membership that supports learner drivers. So when they pass, it's done. So essentially, if it's the kind of membership where it's based around a fixed event or it's based around solving a problem that is a standalone problem, then again, there's not always that need to have a recurring element. So that's the first situation where you'd maybe have a non-recurring membership where the need is limited. Second is where the content is finite. So we've already talked about an online course or perhaps even a fixed program where you have a set amount of content, but once you're done with that, you're done. Again, in those cases, you're typically more likely to charge a one-off fee for access as opposed to a recurring 
payment because you're not going to be evolving the product. There's nothing else being added. It's a fixed amount of content. And so often a single fixed fee is what makes more sense rather than an ongoing subscription. Third scenario where you'd have a non-recurring membership would be if your audience are extremely risk averse. So you do have some markets, you do have some audiences where the idea of subscribing to an ongoing payment where you're being automatically billed over and over again is just not going to fly. So if you know that your audience are like that or perhaps you've tried recurring subscriptions and you've had a huge amount of kickback, then a non-recurring sort of setup where people either pay a one-off fee or they pay for a year, their membership expires and it's their choice as to whether they want to pay to continue. They're not automatically rebuild. So that's the third situation. And the fourth would be where your membership is supplementary to a larger service or product. So, for example, if you're a web designer, you may offer a small training archive that consists of a few reference videos and a few extra resources. And perhaps you offer it to your web design clients for a single one-off payment to get them set up. And then that's it it's done or better yet it's something that you maybe even give them for free so there's no payment changing hand and obviously there's no recurring subscription to that so that's the first area in which you could be booking the trend with your membership memberships don't have to be recurring there are plenty of situations plenty of scenarios in which a one-off payment or a non-recurring subscription would be a better fit than simply billing people automatically on an ongoing basis The second norm-breaking tip we're looking at is that you don't necessarily need to have a community. Now, you know if you've been listening to the show for a while that we always say how valuable community is and that quite often people will come to your membership and they'll join your membership for the content, but it's the community that gets them to stay because it's through your community that you can deliver value, that you can make that connection, that they can develop a network and they can even make friends and all that sort of stuff gives your membership a sticky factor that keeps people around for months and years beyond when they're done with your content. However, not every topic, not every subject, not every basis for a membership warrants discussion. You know, some subjects just aren't the sort of things that a community is ever going to spring up around. And some memberships are purely utility-based. So if you've got a membership where, for example, uh, what people pay to get access to is the ability to download templates. So there might be design files or code templates or perhaps, you know, Microsoft Word templates or stuff like that. Maybe things like knitting patterns. Maybe people are primarily members of your site to get access to software or tools or something like that. You know, this sort of stuff where your membership is purely practical, it's purely functional, nobody's really going to put any great effort into diving into a community around that. If your membership is purely utility-based, it's not really something that warrants discussion. Now, you might use community tools as a way of handling customer support, but That's different from actually fostering a community. Also, if you absolutely know that you're not going to get involved in a community, even if it is for a membership or a topic that a community would be a good fit for, if you know you're not going to get involved, you're not going to show up, you're not going to participate, and you know, if you just don't like interacting with people and maybe you're not in a position to hire community managers or anyone who can go in the community and do that stuff for you, then again, you don't have to have a community. It's better to have no community than a one that's a ghost town because you're not in there. 
You're not starting conversations. You're not replying to people. Far, far better to forego having any community whatsoever than just set one there and just leave people to their own devices because you need to be the one that drives a community forward. If you're not going to be that person, I wouldn't bother with a community. And you can be very successful in your membership given the right topic and given the right purpose and the right use and the way people use your membership again if it's purely utility based then not having a community isn't going to be the be all and end all the third thing that contravenes best practices and common advice out there is that your membership doesn't need to be the center of your business it doesn't even need to be a major part of your business now most people creating memberships they're doing so with the intention that that membership will either be the main part of what they do in their business or it'll be one of maybe two or three core revenue streams but either way it's going to be something that a lot of effort a lot of attention is put into but It's also equally fine if you choose to make your membership site a very small part of what you do, almost something that you just do on the side or in the background. It really is all about context in terms of where everything fits. So let's say, for example, you're a marketing agency or perhaps you're a personal trainer. You might be perfectly happy serving clients, working one-on-one. That might be the thing you want to do for the rest of your life. And if that's the case, fantastic if that is the case you probably don't want to cut that side of things out of your business and move completely to a one-to-many model so for you your membership may just be a small value add that's totally fine and in fact it's a great way of making your service business stand out from the crowd by offering a small supplementary membership where maybe your marketing clients have access to some resources they can download your personal training clients they can access the results from the past few weeks workouts and what have you actually offering something like that as just a small supplementary add-on to your one-on-one service that can set you apart from your competitors so even though your membership isn't the center of your business it's not necessarily a standalone product it still can deliver a huge amount of value in other ways when it comes to your main revenue streams in your business So there's nothing to say that your membership has to be at the center of your business, that it has to be the main thing that you do. The fourth thing that goes against common wisdom is you don't actually need to be front and center in your membership. The product doesn't have to center around your own brand, your name, your authority. Here's a quick pop quiz for you. Without looking it up, can you name the person who founded Netflix? I know I can't. Now, apologies if whoever it is who invented Netflix is out there listening to the show, whoever you are, but it's true. Who created Lynda.com? Apart from guessing that it was somebody called Linda, I don't know who it is who is behind those very successful membership businesses. I'm guessing Lynda.com was from Linda, right? I know that LinkedIn bought it, but... You get my point here. There's so much talk out there about being the brand and building a business around your personal brand. And it's true that a lot of membership sites are centered around an individual expert, around a personal brand. But that's not always the case. In fact, I'm sure many of you listening are part of several memberships where you either don't know who is actually behind it, you don't know the founder, or you didn't know them 
before you joined. That wasn't the reason you found them. That wasn't the reason that you joined. You've only gotten to know them after the fact. I know that we have a large proportion of people inside Member Site Academy who join because they are listeners of the Membership Guys podcast. They read the Membership Guys blog. They've connected with us on social. They've maybe met us at events. But likewise, I also know that there's people who find us through a Google search and they read the sales page and they join based on the content, based on the value that the academy has, they don't know me or they don't know Callie from Adam. It's their first interaction with us when they get into the membership, and that's fine. You don't need to be front and center in your business. You don't need to be the product when the product itself stands on its own two feet. And the final trend-booking, norm-breaking revelation is that you don't have to add fresh content to your membership. How many times have you heard me say that if you want people to pay you on an ongoing basis, you need to deliver value on an ongoing basis, and that that is the center, that's the heart of a successful membership strategy? But is it really? We've already established that you can have a membership without recurring payment, so that's one thing already. You know, if you are selling a static course where you have modules you have lessons but nothing new has been added to it or maybe it is a fixed term program that is designed to get people to a single outcome then once they're done they're done then you're not adding new content so your membership can be successful without that constant stream of fresh stuff being added over and over and over again another key to this is that you absolutely must avoid confusing providing value with creating content they are not the same thing. Value can be delivered in a community, on live member calls, in group coaching programs, in how you interact with your members when they send in support requests. All sorts of ways that you can deliver value that have no relation to the addition of fresh content. In fact, you can have memberships with no content at all where it's just community or memberships with a specific amount of content that's never added to like online courses, which we've already given as an example. And of course, with things like content dripping, you can still be delivering that fresh release of content without ever having to actually create or add anything new to your membership. So again, Get out of this mindset of thinking that value equals content and that as a membership site owner, you always have to be adding new stuff into the mix. You can deliver a great deal of value without ever adding fresh content to your membership or without making the addition of fresh content central to your strategy long term. So those are five ways in which you can break the membership norm that go against conventional wisdom. Memberships don't have to be recurring. You don't have to have a community if it's not the right fit for you, for your audience, for your topic. Your membership doesn't have to be the center of your world, the center of your business. It can add just as much value if it's something you do on the side as a supplementary offering to the main revenue stream that you have. You don't need to be front and center. You don't need to build your membership and your business around your personal brand or even around your company. The product can stand on its own two feet and you don't have to add fresh content in order to keep people subscribed and in order to continue to deliver value to your members. So my hope for this episode is that not only will this give you a fresh perspective on what's considered normal for membership sites, but also that it will really reinforce what we said at the top of the show, that there is no right or wrong answer in this game. 
You shouldn't feel bad or feel like you're going down the wrong path or you're getting things wrong if something that is considered normal for memberships just doesn't feel like a good fit for you. It's perfectly feasible to be very successful with your membership even if you feel like you're booking the trend. Hopefully you've enjoyed this week's show. I've enjoyed doing it. I do hope that's given you a bit of food for thought. As always, I'll be back again next week with another installment of the Membership Guys podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Membership Guys podcast, we invite you to check out the membersiteacademy.com. The Membersite Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. So whether you're still figuring out what your idea is going to be or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Member Site Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member-only discounts, perks and tools, and a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, the Member Site Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow a successful membership website. So check it out at membersiteacademy.com.